Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Texas America. This is Tracy Brown coming to you today, August 2014. How is everyone today? I'm glad to have a, um, some people on the dashboard. Thank you. Thank you for coming on board. Um, I want to remind everyone many times that um, when I'm doing my reading, because they, you know, I kind of go into detail when I do my readings, and sometimes it gets near the end of the hour, but as long as I don't have a paid phone call, um, I just kind of stay on the line, and I try to take everyone that I can, but sometimes I see people leaving, like 10 minutes to the end of the hour, and, you know, you don't have to. Like, I would say stay on until... Until um, until you um, until I step you off, and that's not a controlling thing. It's just, you know, I want you to be able to get what you can. And there are many times when I don't get a, a reading, you know, right at the end of the at, at the end of the show, a page reading. So if I have a page reading, I just like to talk and I like to um, do readings. And so I want to encourage everyone to stay on the line. Stay. Stay on the line. You know, let me tell you, oh, my God, I got to go. Um, so this is for all the people on the dashboard right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people on the dashboard. Thank you for staying on for the first hour. The second hour is what is my deep reading. Um, today I'm going to I'm gonna go by the person that was on the longest. But for right now, let's bring on Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy, not a psychic. Hi, Malcolm. Hey, Tracy. How are you doing? Not bad. How are you? I'm good. And you're right. I'm not a psychic. Not a psychic. <laughs> I, try, I try to make that very... Hold on a second. I try to make that very, very clear because uh, because I want to remind people that you are educating many of us through your... Oh, by the way, sometimes you will say things, and then I'll hear repeated verbatim um, when I'm watching something sports, and I forgot what it was this time. It's something to do with, oh, it has something to do with, oh, I can't remember. Oh, Michael Sam. You, you said Michael Sam will stay on the team if the team needs him, but they have a strong team already, so you may not be able to go elsewhere, blah, 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 blah. There was a, um, a sportscaster that said the same exact thing, verbatim. Well, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, sometimes sports analysis is really kind of black and white. So, you yes. know, it's kind of obvious. And so, yeah, people will come to the same conclusion. So mm-hmm. uh, that's not a surprise to me. Um, Hold on. You know, it, it it's not rocket science. If you look at a team that has, 50 linebackers, <laughs> they don't need another one. So, so yeah, it's, but, but it's, it's not there. rocket science. It's not, it's not rocket science to me. So, and most of my um, clientele, like, we're just psychically inclined. So, for me, when I hear you say something and then, you know, somebody else said it exactly, I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. For you, it might okay. come across as Oh, Tracy, it's all about numbers and stats. <laughs> it really is all about numbers. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. It's not, it's not that amazing. It's just, you know, you just look at, if you just look at the numbers, it, it kind of speaks for itself. 
five and he would dress up. I'd be like, who are you, baby? Mom, I'm the RoboCop. And he believed it inside his head. I feel like the same thing is happening. <laughs> but I feel like the same thing is happening to the police department. They got all this gear, you know, army trucks and, you know, weapons oh, yeah. and to wear these metal, you know, bullet belts. And I think that they're like my five-year-old son, where it's like, I'm a soldier. Like, they've taken it to a different level. You're not a soldier. You're a cop. You're here to protect and serve, not kill. And I don't mean like soldiers kill. I'm just saying it's a different mentality. Well, but see, the problem is once you militarize these, these people with all these weapons and you give them all these tools, at some point they actually want to use this stuff. And yeah. I, I don't know if you saw this thing that, that recently hit the news. There's this cop in St. Louis County that basically said, you know, I, I'm a Christian, but basically my job is to kill you if I see you, and if you put yourself in front of me, I will kill you. He said that. I'm going to give you the quote. He said, I personally believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but I'm also a killer. I've killed a lot, and if I need to, I'll kill a whole bunch more. If you don't want to be killed, don't show up in front of me. I have no problems with it. God did not raise me to be a coward. Quote, unquote. Yeah, but that's crazy to me. Oh, that's real crazy. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You're you're trained to be a police officer, so you're supposed to police society, which is, I mean, unfortunately, society needs policing. I mean, uh, yeah, we no got doubt, no doubt, citizens. no doubt. However, 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 if the police are just as bad as the crazy citizens, I'm all, you know, I'm kind of like, well, maybe we don't need them that much because. <laughs> Now I'm scared of the, the criminals and the police, so I'm just scared. That's right. It, it's crazy. You know, there's another video that surfaced this week. There was a shooting uh, in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Seems like a lot of stuff is happening in Missouri, but uh, St. Louis police shot this 25-year-old uh, black guy. He had did like mm-hmm. a, a little school robbery, and when the police arrived, he started yelling at him, shoot me, shoot me. Now, mind you, this video is on the Internet, and it's a very graphic video because oh, they showed the shooting. They shot that man ten times, two times once he was on the ground. and But he was yelling at him, shoot me, shoot me. He had a knife in his hand, and he was advancing on him, but he hadn't really got close enough to where he could, like, strike them or anything. But yeah, the two officers yeah. that were involved, they lit him up. And when he fell at their, at their feet, they shot him two more times. Pow, pow. I mean, it all happened pretty quickly, but it was, you know, mm. obviously this was a, a case of suicide by cop because the boy kept yelling, yes. shoot me, shoot me, shoot me, and they, they yes. advised. They, they, they advised, right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you want to get shot? Here you go. Pow, 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 They literally shot the boy. Ten so I was, and it might have been 11 or 12 because I think uh, – a couple of the shots, they were both shooting at the same time. So it sounds like one shot, but it kind of sounds like two shots. Uh, anyway, long story short. Well, I mean, it was caught by suicide. And yet, and yet, like, are you trying to say, like, maybe, just maybe they could have handled it a little bit different? Like, why is shooting oh, the, the immediate answer? You know, I understand being a cop is a dangerous job, and, and you know, but you should – give your force based off the threat that you have. Now, mind you, this boy has, had a knife in his hand, but mm-hmm. my understanding mm-hmm. is that most police forces also have 
other weapons with them besides just guns. They have tasers, mm-hmm. they have nightsticks, they have, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. beanbag rifles, they have other things that are not lethal and important. Now, mind you, you get right. shot in the head with a beanbag gun, you might die from a concussion. But then again, you know, you might not. Right, right, right. right. But you get you know, shot so, by a gun, it's almost guaranteed. Especially when it's multiple times, <laughs> you know. Mm, you know, like right. even, even the uh, the Michael Brown thing in Ferguson, uh, mm-hmm. they said it's, it's the last yeah. shot that killed him. It wasn't the first five. It was that last, that sixth shot that killed him. So, you know, these police officers, when you know, unfortunately, they're trained to keep shooting once they start shooting. And that's what they do. They shoot. They shoot some more. And when the gun is empty, they might reload and shoot some more. Who knows? I'm, I'm not a police officer. But, again, being a police officer is a dangerous job. We had a, a police shooting in San Bernardino uh, yesterday, and the police officer, uh, it was a training officer and his partner, they were walking up on a group of people at this, you know, basically this dead end who were out drinking, and as they walked up to him, somebody had a fire on him and severely injured one of the, you know, one of the officers. The other officers fired back and killed the person, but, you know, the, the mm-hmm. training officer, uh, as I last heard, was in grave condition. Uh, he wasn't dead, but he was close to it. So I understand being a police officer is a dangerous job. We've got a lot of fools in our society. It, it is. And, and we're not doubting that, first of all. Let's be really clear. We're not doubting that we have criminals out there that are nuts. And I think the problem that we're having, though, like part of what this conversation I think is about is whether or not cops protect and serve. Like, that's really the problem that I'm having out here. Like, there are criminals out there, and and there are good cops out there, too. It's yes. just, why, why are we immediately so trigger happy? Like, I don't doubt if somebody's waving a knife um, that, that that situation can get out of hand. I don't right. doubt that. Right. I, I can... I can almost buy with a cop considering the guy was belligerent, you know, you know, taunting them. You know, I don't see all of that. And I can see that totally getting out of here. I think one of my biggest concerns, he's a pleasure. I think one of my concerns is a Mike Brown situation where he was taken down for day walking. And that's two different things. Well, well you know, the problem, see, unfortunately, like this kid at this most recent shooting, this kid may have been uh, may have been having a mental breakdown or some kind of mental problem. So when it comes Ooh. up, yes, not you know, and, and instead of trying to address it and, and calm the situation, their response was to shoot him. And, and my personal feeling is that maybe there were some other other methods that they could have employed to not have to kill the boy. Okay, so, and I. But I totally, okay, I, I'm going to say devil's, devil's advocate. And for the first part, let me just reiterate. A situation like that where somebody's reeling a gun, you know, screaming, you know, shoot me, shoot me, again, I can see that getting out of hand, period. Yes, gun is different. If you have a gun, now, uh, because you, just, you can get me from a distance. But again, or I, even a knife. Well, well but I, 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 I think I can get it even from a knife perspective. Oh, wait a second. I, I, but then I do, I, I'm just saying how I could 
see if you get out of hand. I'm not agreeing with what went down. But the other take on this is mental illness. You know, what if this kid had just just a mental breakdown and and he's salvageable? Like, like there is a way to salvage somebody's life so that this moment in time is just a moment in time. Exactly. exactly. I get yes. it. I totally get it. You know, so, and I'm, I'm not agreeing with what the cops did and how it went down, but and I am agreeing with you in terms of saying this could have been a, a mental illness thing, and what a shame. Unfortunately. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate yeah. that this young man lost his life. And, I mean, he might have lived a long, healthy life after he got some treatment, or maybe yeah. it was just a momentary thing. Maybe something happened to him that day that caused him to go over his. Who's to say? We'll never know. I mean, because at the end of the day, his life ended. So, Mm. Wow. But you know, so anyway, on another subject, Tracy, I was looking at a map recently, and it shows the number of states that have, you have the right to carry a weapon openly, right? Yeah. And I was, you know, most of the states don't even require a permit, which is, like, really scary, but the one mm-hmm. thing that actually surprised me in this map that I'm looking at is the state of Texas, because I thought Texas was a carry case, a carry state, and you actually are not, it's not legal to, to openly carry a gun in Texas. I, I was surprised. And that's sad to say Wait. that I was surprised. Wait, you go back. In the state of Texas, what happened? Openly carry a gun. Oh, in Texas? In Texas, yes. <laughs> I'm looking at a map, and it only shows five states where you can't carry a gun openly. Six states in the in the uh, okay. District of Columbia. Out of okay. our 50 states, there's only six states where you cannot openly carry a gun. California, of course, is one of them. Um, but the rest of the states, the, all the states bordering California, you can carry a gun openly. And, I, and I've seen from with my own eyes young people in their 20s with guns strapped to their hips. So, I mean, <laughs> this is like, wow. Mm-hmm. I, you know, as a, a person who doesn't carry guns, and I don't really believe that people should be carrying guns, I'm, I was almost making an argument that police should be limited to carrying certain guns. But, you know, to know mm-hmm. that the rest of the nation is walking around with guns strapped to themselves is it's a little, makes me fearful. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, don't leave mm-hmm. the state. You might get shot. Then again, you might get shot in the state, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I might get shot in Compton. Are you kidding me? I might get shot in Koreatown. You never know. I was going to say that. Koreatown's not that safe. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Malcolm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know until I lived there, and then there is so much police activity in Koreatown, like, it's crazy. Yep. There is so much police activity. And I finally understood, like, when I first moved there two years ago, because you know I come from a, a place of ignorance, right? And, and I'm not saying that to put myself down. I just do. And two years ago when I moved well, there. Well, you're not, you I didn't was, grow up here, so you didn't know, you, you have no idea of what yeah. the Los Angeles area is like. But for a person yeah. who grew up here. I certainly could have told you. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to bring that up. You actually did tell me because I was on the phone with you two years ago, 
And I was like, oh, there's a lot of police activity. I feel so safe. And you were like, what? You were like, Tracy, if there's police activity, they're looking for somebody. And I was like, yeah, that's a good thing. And you're like, no, that means he's in the street. That means you could be a target too. And I was like, what? So I never really understood that, but I was always conscious after that. It wasn't until recently when, I don't know what town it was in, but it was definitely in California, and they were looking for somebody. And then this guy went into somebody's house, and the, the, the man of the house ran out. After the guy had come in, he had run out, and then they shot the, the owner of the house down. And then the robber stayed barricaded in his wife. It's a nightmare. Do you remember that story? like a week and a half ago. Oh. Oh, I remember, yes. It was a little longer than that, but, yeah, I remember the story. Yeah, it's a little longer than that. But that's when I remember, and I was like, okay, so that's why Malcolm said, no, if there's police activity, there's a problem. So stay indoors, get out the way. Yeah. Whatever. Stay indoors and lock your doors because, you know, lock unfortunately, when these, right. when these knuckleheads are running from the police, they might bust in your door, and, you know, now you're and involved in like. That's what happened but in that case. that's exactly case. what yeah. happened, yes. That's what happened yeah. in that case, yeah. Oh, that. And this innocent man got gunned down by the police. I know that wasn't in, on his to-do list, you know. He just happened to just be, you know, bad luck for him. Well, that's part of our police uh, <laughs> police strategy, too. Like, like, how did you mistake one for the other, actually, Malcolm? I mean, that's, that well, goes back to the original statement of being gun happy. Like, read that. What part of it? Yeah, maybe it's a neighborhood. Yeah, maybe the response shouldn't be shoot first. That's all I'll say, you know. They're, they're, and we and just go back to the original, not, right. You know, I, I can't tell the police how they should respond. I know they have, like I said, I know they have more than just, you know, guns with bullets in them. I know they have other weapons that they could use, and, you know. Um, anyway, that's, that's, this, this whole stuff is a little depressing, so. Um, oh, my God. There was one weekend, I don't know what we were talking about, every single topic was depressing. But they loved it, but they were like, this was a depressing weekend. I was like, I know. But what can you do? It was a bad week in the news. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to hear some sports? Of course. How am I going to learn? Yes, give me sports. Okay. We've had some sports. So, so the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is LeBron James' new team, has now completed their their last trade, and they, they acquired uh, uh, for Kevin Love from the Minnesota Timberwolves, who pretty much guarantees them a shot at the NBA Finals next year. I don't see how they okay. don't get there. I mean, and somebody's going to break a leg or something. Huh? This is LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron. So this is Ohio. So Ohio setting up to be a power machine. They have set themselves. Yeah, they are a power. They because hmm. you know besides which you know they they already have some other stars. They they ended up having to trade their first round draft pick this year, which is you know mm-hmm. that almost never happens. The first guy picked in the draft gets traded before the season starts. But mm-hmm. they traded mm-hmm. him because they could have you know because Cleveland now being on the cusp and knowing that they could mm-hmm. actually. Uh, compete for a championship, they wanted to get, you know, a couple of more people to surround LeBron James to kind of guarantee it. And 
Kevin Love's been an all-star center in the league for several years. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he went to UCLA, good player, been in the league, been on the Minnesota Timberwolves for years. Timberwolves suck, but um, he's now traded to the number one contender. I mean, of course, you got to keep in mind that that's the Eastern Conference, you know, which is typically the weaker one. I mean, because the West still has the reigning NBA champion. They also have the Oklahoma City Thunder. They also have the Clippers, which is a very strong team. So, you know, the mm-hmm. West is a, a much stronger conference than the Eastern. Speaking of the Clippers, I'm sorry. Because I had a, mm-hmm. you know, they had a, a, a Vistiviano fighting uh, this week. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she came up and said mm-hmm. Donald Sterling mm-hmm. is a homosexual and she put in his ear okay. for the last several years. And I, I, I can only, I'm not really familiar with the lingo when it comes to certain things, but I'm assuming that when she says he, she was his beard, she was his uh, uh, band-in to make him look like he wasn't gay. Yes. That's okay. But, I believe it. I believe it. You believe it? <laughs> I believe it. You know why? Because when no. she gave the... <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you. Because when she gave the interview with Barbara Walton, she was adamant that she never slept with him. And it was an odd kind of thing. And she said, and everybody's like, well, you're getting gifts, you're getting that. And she goes, I was his bunny rabbit. I was his rabbit. No, right? yeah, she said that. She said, <laughs> I was his silly rabbit. I, you know, which. Right. Okay. He said she was insatiable. You know what I mean? And those were two sides of the opposite coin, and both were extremely exaggerated. You understand what I'm trying to say? It was too weird for both of them. Now, remember, I do this for a living, Malcolm, so it's my job to assess what the hell is coming out of people's mouths. I believe it. I totally believe that I believe it. So apparently he's not just trying to screw every young black girl he sees. <laughs> That's what you're telling me. I believe that he likes sexual encounters with men. Then why is he hanging out with men? Because he's always chasing these young girls, and they certainly aren't aren't men. I mean, well, that's I'm not saying. Thing. I, I I think it's a kinky thing. I don't think that he's gay. I think it's it's a part of his sexual kinkiness. So, I think, my son said it means he's gay. I just think that, I think that V knew this and she used it to her advantage and she used everything else to her advantage. And she was like, really? Really? You want me to stick around and watch and do this? Not a problem. Here's how this is going to go down. I'm never sleeping with you. You are buying me a condo. You are getting me a car. You are going to supply me with money. And guess what, babe? I'll keep your secret. That's the way I think it went down. Wow. Well, you know, we are speaking of an 80 year old man, because I'm thinking, you know, as, exactly. as a certain way, it's just... 80. At, at 80, I would think you'd want to be kinky. I think at 80, who cares if I sleep with a guy or have a guy fuck me off? I don't care. I think wow. he got to that level, and then she was like, oh, this is a gold mine. I got your back, babe. I'll supply the men for you. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. That's what I think. You, you That's what, what I think. Uh-huh. I believe it. Like I said, I look at things a lot more black and white, but, you know, what you said, all I can say is, wow, <laughs> you're right. I'm telling you. Wow. When she finally said that, I was like, bingo. That's the whole, that's the, no, it's not you. That's the whole problem right there. He had a secret. And he gave it away because when asked about her, he said, she's an animal. She's an insatiable. I don't know, Malcolm. When you're sleeping with somebody, you can't use it for words. You have to prove it. Yes, we're talking about Donald Trump, who's an egomaniac, crazy man. So, <laughs> who knows? Like, you know what? At this point, I can't discount anything. If it's a good thing for the Clippers that uh, that they were able to complete this sale, if the league is happy. Team is happy. I don't know if you saw the, the, the press conference when Steve Ballmer officially took over the team, but mm-hmm. it looks like a, a high school prep rally. That's what it looks like, and he's running around like, yeah. You know, so, you know his players were there. Uh, well, you know, the well, main players were there. Coach was there. Everybody, big, big grins on their face. They're like, yeah, we get to move forward. I mean, well, I've been here all my happy. life. And, Oh, the league is ecstatic. They're like, we got, you know, ding dong, the witch is dead. We got rid of this guy. <laughs> so that's, you know, great for the Clippers. Uh, you know who you know who really made out on this, though? Oh. It's Shelly Sterling. That's right. Shelly Sterling not only gets to get rid of Donald Sterling, <laughs> and mm-hmm. she gets a lot of money in the process. But mm-hmm. part of part of the deal was she was named number one Clipper for life. She gets courtside seats for for the rest of her life. Huh? She really likes her base of basketball. No, good for her. I'm not mad at her. Well, she likes it so much. She's got she's got courtside seats, parking pass to go with it. In addition, if the Clippers ever win a championship, she gets three championship rings. What? <laughs> well, it's a great, like a I said, smart, great deal for her. She's a smart girl. Good for her. Yeah, great deal for her. She she did what she needed to do. So I'm not mad at her. Uh, unfortunately, her, her husband or soon to be ex husband didn't make out as well. But <laughs> I still love problem. Donald though. I love him. I still love Donald. Donald makes you crazy because you know you got Donald Sterling who's in that. Donald Trump is a is a huge huge nut. I mean, somebody ought to think about the next that guy. Um, you know, Desi just time, chimed in. She goes, "I thought we already established that V is an opportunist. She picked the right one. <laughs> he did. He did. I got to give her credit. I mean, gold mine. <laughs> well, but see, now she's she's also trying to yeah. sue them now. So. Um, I don't know how how well that's what? going to go for. Sue them. Kind of what? Sue. Sue. For Sue, what? Sue Donald Sterling. Well, wait a second. I, I'm not sure if she's suing them or it's the lawsuit that Shelly has against her still. Well, I, I think it's, it's kind of both. She she could be counter-suing, and which is the reason why I thought she came out with this new Donald Sterling, you know, gay. <laughs> well... And 
Because I'm looking at a, at an article that says that she's suing for $10 million. I don't care about Shirley Sterling yeah. is a shark. That, that bitch is a shark. Good luck with that, B. Because B's not that smart. I don't think she is, no. <laughs> if anything, B should have been smart enough to bank what she could have banked in the moment. That's what B should have done. But I know people like B. I know girls like B. I know she spent. She got a dollar, she spent it. She got a thousand, she spent it. That's a girl like that, too. Shirley's going to annihilate her. Probably, because Shirley Sterling is a shark. Uh, I, <laughs> I would agree with that one. She's, she's not to be played with. No. Uh, ask Donald Sterling if you have any questions. <laughs> oh, my God. So, wow. That's, that is the world we live in. So, hey, you hear that, that, that Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey are, are breaking up? <laughs> That's my world, Malcolm. <laughs> Yeah, it probably is. It's certainly not mine. Well, here's the thing. I haven't done a reading on it yet. Um, maybe somebody's going to ask about it today, which is fine. And thinking about doing a video on it on Tuesday. I love Mariah. I love Mariah. Trust me when I say I never want to say a bad thing about her, except when I do my job, I get to do my job. I think Mariah is a beautiful woman that is controlling, that she's out of control, that she's probably like, loud, you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't care, like, soiled. There's so many things that comes along with her divaness that she carries into the household. And I think Nick just got tired of it. I think it's just too much. It's, like, enough already. Like, it never, ever ends. That's what I got. Hold on a second. My son is chiming in. Wait. Nick, Brian, Brian, my son Brian is saying that Nick forgot he was married, which means what? So he was already done with her. They had been separated since, okay. <laughs> I heard about the interview when he was talking about the conflict. He spoke about his Oh, okay, hold on a second. Fine. Malcolm. Yeah. Brian is trying to tell me how Nick forgot he was married in some interview back in March. They broke up in May, back in March, with Big Boy. That Big Boy says, Big Boy says, Big Boy dated him. All right? So Nick, Nick got dated. Okay. Okay. Brian is saying, I said Big Boy dated him, and Brian is saying, but you can't be stupid. And Big Boy says, name five famous girls that you've been with. And Nick That's went what on they said. to. And, and he went on to Right. Oh, he put Ryan Carey in with the five? Because Wyatt? Oh, my God. Selena Ebay. Somebody else wants to come out. They say that the last one was like, you know, who can I say that? Oh, no. Oh, Kim Kardashian. Oh. And then. Apparently, yeah. he slept with Kim Kardashian, and then Big Boy was like, oh, yes. oh, yes, yes, so many after me. Oh. Okay, apparently, according to my son, the interview, he was like, Kim Kardashian, Big Boy was like, um, I didn't know that. And he goes, yes, you did. There were just so many men after me. So I was easily forgotten what he was trying to say. So the bottom line is, 
and take that out of his mouth. What, is, what happened here? The bottom line is, oh, dear. <laughs> the bottom line is, it's bad. Well, it's not, you know, the, the problem is not that he said that he slept with these women. You know, if, if it wouldn't have been a problem if Mariah Carey were knowledgeable of all this stuff. I think what the problem was, was he was saying stuff talking about women, and she might not have known about it. She's like, what? She slept with them. Wait, repeat that now, sir? I said the problem is that maybe his wife wasn't aware that he had slept with these women, and for him to say it on the radio, put, you know, leaves her kind of like, like, you slept with Kim Kardashian? You slept, you slept with what? Here's the thing. Like, I'm not going into a relationship unless we have this conversation. I don't want to be shocked afterwards. So going in, I'm going to be like, what have you been doing all this time? Like, how, like, what, like, where, like, I'm not going to go into a relationship without having some knowledge of who I'm sleeping with. So, Nick is out there, and he's, he's like, I, I can't imagine she's, but you know what, again, I'm going to go back to her being so self-absorbed. She's so self-absorbed. She was like, ah, well, you know, in the end, you know, he took me, and oh, well. Debbie says, um, he, and Kim, he and Kim had a relationship, question mark, I believe, and then she goes, Nick cheats on every chick he's ever been with. I wouldn't be surprised. I hate to say it. I mean, it's... <laughs> you know, I almost want to say something, but I'm scared to say it. But I think I should say it anyway. Okay. There's, Go ahead. Throw yourself uh, under the bus, Malcolm. Go for it. You know, Martin's like, I'm going to say something, but I shouldn't say it. He goes, I'm going to say it anyway. I'm like, go for it. Throw yourself under the bus. What are you going to say? Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Years ago, years ago, a famous comedian said something that made a lot of sense Uh to me. Mm -hmm. Uh He said, a man is only, uh, how did he say it? Uh, a man is only going to be as loyal as his prospects allow. So, basically, basically, what he's saying is that if you're just a regular guy, you know, women aren't throwing themselves at you. But maybe if you're Nick Cannon, women are throwing themselves at you. Right. Maybe if, maybe if you're Michael Jordan, women are throwing. Well, maybe, let me find my little more person. Uh, maybe if you're. LeBron James, women are throwing, or, or better yet, Dwayne Wade, because apparently he's had some fidelity issues. Um, well, yeah, yeah, hello, yes. So, and, and she knows it. So, now, one thing, at this stage of the game, she knows what he's done. It kind of got cleared up where it's like, oh, we were on a break. They weren't on a break, Malcolm. Mm-mm. Oh, that's Mm-mm. what I heard. They, they were not Mm-mm. on a break. It just they were not on a break. It sounds good, though. Sounds good to say, well, we were on a break. And by the way, now I have a beautiful ring and I'm going to marry her anyway. And then he is going to be miserable because she is another crazy chick. She's crazy. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Really? I wasn't aware of that. (laughs) She's nuts. Is she? Wow. Yes. Well. Yes. uh, Then I guess he's going to get, you know, his his ex-wife is nuts too. So maybe he just likes nutty girls. Now, a lot of times we all are drawn to 
the same type of person a lot of times. So it wouldn't surprise me that it's just packaged differently. Watch what happens when they finally get married. She's containing herself now because she really, really wants to get married. She really, really wants to get married to him. So watch what happens right after they get married. I just don't see it going well for Dwayne. I'm probably not going to argue with that because, you know, I don't like the one way, you know. Mm -hmm. I will say Mm -hmm. that, you know, when he broke up with his wife, you know, I don't know. I understand marriage is breaking. You know, Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. it happens. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. to me, it's kind of the way you do it is what, you know, dictates it. I I didn't really get that he did it the right way. Well, how did he do it? I don't get it. Well, he broke up with, you know, he broke up with the wife, and he was almost immediately with Gabrielle Union. And I understand if, if I'm... Oh, that's because Gabrielle was already there. No, that's because Gabrielle was already there. She's a victim. Karma comes back around. And I'm not going to get on the subject of karma, but it does. So good luck, Gabrielle. Because <laughs> Desi puts... No, I mean that. Because Desi puts a man is only as faithful as his option. Chris Rock says... Yeah, that's, so. that's the quote. Chris Rock, yes. 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 So if that's how she got her man, that's how she's going to lose her man. Trust me. And I, I don't mean bad luck. I, don't, I know sometimes I speak too strongly on something. Okay, hold on. Bye, Brian. Hi, thank you. I love you. Um, yeah, a man is only as faithful as his options. Which is sad because it would be nice like, I, I, I don't understand why you can't have options and you, bye, baby, you can't turn, you can't turn it down. Because everybody is, like, you should not be sleeping with everybody. And I'm not talking about disease. I'm talking about the ugliness in people in general. Everybody should not be slept with. But it is what it is, though. It, it is what it is. So, it's it's unfortunate, and you're right. We'll see. Um, Like I said, it just didn't appear that he did it the right way. Now, maybe, you know, I understand if it happened, I mean, but got to be careful. Oh, oh, and Lavender, I like Lavender, what she said here, too, after we were talking, Lavender goes, Carmel already came for Gabby that. He had a baby. (laughs) I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. He did have a baby with the other chick. And my point is, Gabrielle was, you know, there prior to, you know, the breakup of his marriage, and then the same guy, the same guy had a baby with another woman. So there you go. Maybe she already got her karma. Maybe, hopefully, maybe that would be it, because that's, that's heavy. Well, I mean, if that's the worst thing that happens to him, that may be not that bad, I guess. I don't know. Now, you got to keep in mind that he's at the end of his career. He's... She and she is a an actress, so her career could go on for a long time. So she might have more options. Well, it's, to eat it's funny you should say that because her show, being Mary Jane, it took me a minute to get into. Um, she is like you know how like um what do you call that show? Scandal, very uh-huh. sexually sexually charged, and but it's done in such a good way. Like when I watch Scandal, I go that's the way to do it, in terms of, like, the sexuality, right? Okay. Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union show, whatever Dwayne Wade did to her, she is getting him back on 
her show. Because she is full-on gyrating, full-on naked, full-on raunchy. She is showing her ass literally, but not in a way where, like, I'm sorry to say this, not in a way where I think a man should be proud. So she's getting him back because she is out there right now. It's, it's almost porn. Well, then I should watch. Well, and let me clarify, I did watch the first season, but I got kind of bored with it, so I I didn't watch it anymore, but maybe I should revisit that. But obviously, if she's close to porn and Gabrielle and naked, I guess that's a wonderful thing. So, you know, so for us all it's to see. For you. I, I just think there's a way to do it. So the way Kerry Washington does it, like, I'm a Kerry Washington person. And not that I'm against Gabrielle Union, but I'm telling you, what she is doing is against Dwayne Wade. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't care if you're gyrating your ass. I don't care. Like, I'm good. If you want to do that, I'm good. She's doing it to show him, and that's the difference. So he can marry her wow. if he wants. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. She's doing it against him. This is what you did to me. This is how you publicly embarrassed me. Watch what I can do professionally. That's what I got. Well, if that's the case, they're not going to – it probably won't last long because if, if that's what you theory, then nah, that's not going to work out well. <laughs> She's probably a diva. 
you know? Well, she's, and, too and for, she's too cute for herself. Mariah's too cute for herself. I see Gabrielle Union the same way. So I, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of, you know, I love Mariah. Don't get me wrong. But in terms of what could, be, what it put, what could have gone wrong in her marriage, I think it was, I think it was bad for Nick. Even though I agree, Nick probably cheated. I agree. So sad. Well, again, it says his wife has mental issues, so I mean, I guess that's... Is that what he said? Uh, Yes, he did. I believe it, though. She looks... I believe believe that. I I swear to God, I just saw her, like, constant on high. Constant. I, I believe it. And I believe she's constantly on high with her mouth. Like, there's just a lot of yelling and screaming in her in her environment, like to everyone, to her staff. I don't like this. Why is this going this way? And who comes this well, way? I think it's like constant. That's kind of what he says. He said that, it's, you know, her mental state isn't healthy for their family. What? And that the environment around her is toxic. That's what he says. He did not say all of that. Um, you want me to send you a link? <laughs> Yes. So <laughs> here's the thing. When I, everyone has been asking me to do a video on Mariah and Nick, right? And I have to start listening to my psychic detective. Now, if it's on the radio show and, you know, if anybody calls in, Desi and Lavender are the consistent ones that always ask about celebrities. You ask about celebrities, that's what the show is about. I'm down for those readings. But, of course, people call it for their own personal readings, and I don't mind that, but I really set the show up for celebrities. So people have been asking me to do a video, because they do like the video better, but I always feel like it's invasive. I feel like it's invasive. I prefer for it to be hot topic, and then I'll do the video, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I want to kick myself. Two, two times I want to kick myself with Sierra and Future. Everybody kept asking. You know, is there a problem? Is there a problem? Because there has been rumors. Is there a problem? Is there a problem? Finally, the rumor came out. And and I still did a reading on that because what I got from that is that it was a long, like, it, it was somebody that he knew for a minute. Turned out to be his hairstylist, right? And he was cheating on um, So that broke the marriage down. And then everyone was asking about Mitch and Mariah right up until the day before the announcement. And I was like... I don't want to see it. I love Nick. I love Mariah. I don't want to see it. Boom, the next day it came out. So I believe Nick, I'm sorry, guys, but I believe Nick when he says she's Lucy. I've always felt that. And I'll do the readings on a radio show, so if one is like Desi or Lavender or anybody else and they want to ask about celebrities, whether it's hot topics or not, I will do it. But the video, I kind of hold back. I totally believe Brian's crazy. I just yeah, think well, in her house. It, it, you know, again, that's kind of what he's saying. And, you know, mm. and, and of course, they're breaking up, so, you know, you have to take it with a grain of salt. But at the end of the day, uh, she is, she's been famous for a long time. And, yeah. you know, I, some things are easy to believe. Yeah. But you're right. 
you know, they're breaking up now, and he may be shooting for custody. So you never know what his motives are. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it just makes perfectly good sense. Mm-hmm. So, feel bad for all of them. You know, I hate to see people's marriages break up, but sometimes it might be for the good, right? Oh, oh, here goes some scans. Oh, oh, what? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So, Debbie puts, uh, listen to this, Malcolm. Debbie puts, Mariah is a stone-cold alcoholic girl. Again, I could see that. I could see that. And she puts, I mean, like, drunk, drunk. <laughs> Sometimes someone even suggested that the kids may have fetal alcohol syndrome. Wow. I don't know how true that is, she says. I don't like to make assumptions about anybody's kids, laugh out loud, but, again, I'm going to go back to Desi. Okay, sometimes when I want to say something and I feel like I'm going to say something bad, I stutter, which prevents me from, like, it reminds me not to say something bad. I'm about to stutter. I'm going to watch my words. I'm going to say Every time I look at Mariah's kids, I feel like something's wrong. I don't know what to say. I, <laughs> I mean, they look Take like a look kids. At their pictures. I'm, no, I'm looking at no, a picture no, 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 of them right no. now, but it's a weird picture because it's a picture of her and one of the. I guess mm-hmm. the little boy is holding on to one of her awards, and uh, the other, the little girl's playing with the awards. Mm-hmm. It's one of those stage mm-hmm. pictures that I, you know, I, I probably would, if I were them, I wouldn't put that picture out with my kids. That it looks weird. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. you know, but hey, I mean, I guess that's why she wins the award, so she can let the kids play with it. No, that's not why she wins the award. She's taking an awkward picture like that with the award because then you focus on the award and not the fact that her kids have alcoholic syndrome. Da 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 da. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, Britney Spears used to do the same thing. She was a little loopy. People didn't know it at the time. And so she always took pictures with puppies. That way you, everyone says, oh, my God, what a cute puppy. Brittany's taking a picture with the puppy. da 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 Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so basically what you're saying is, is people are easily distracted. Yeah. The public? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very scary. Very scary. It is scary. It is. But in any case, um... This is the scandal of the century. These two breaking up and the fact, oh, and Mariah put um, a gag order on him. I don't think she's allowed to do that unless it shows up in their prenup. She can't tell him to shut up. Yeah, well, she might. Um, she might want to, I guess. <laughs> if he's going well, she crazy. might want to uh, unless it shows up in a prenup. And even if it doesn't show up in a prenup, like, like, it, like what does that mean? Like, you're not allowed to talk about our marriage for else. Or else what? Who loses who loses money? Do you know what I mean? Like prenups are about division and division of property. You can add other stuff if you want in the long haul. How do you sue me because I sold the truth or I sold my business? How do you really get away with that? I would talk anyway. 
Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to say because I mean, I know there are, you know, sometimes in uh, court decisions there's a gag order put down, a, and of course, if you speak, you can get put in jail. But in, in a case like this, yeah. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the penalty could be. But here's the thing: when a court does it, a court is just trying to assess the facts. So if people talk too quickly outside of the court, when this is information that should be inside the court. The judge can't really contain everything that's going on. It makes him a little loopy. It makes, you know, the system crazy. So, yeah, a judge might go, nobody talk. Keep it quiet. Keep it in a room or else there's going to be penalty. I could see that. But for Mariah, Miss Diva, and, again, remember, I love her, so I'm not talking bad about her. But if, you're, if you have an ugly personality, I'm going to call you out whether I love you or not. I call my son out. I love him to death, right? And so how do you say to someone like your husband, there's a gag order in our relationship? I don't know how she gets away with that. And Nick is a Libra, and good luck with that, because when Libras get spiteful, you can't pull them back from their energy. Yeah, well, I think Nick can ultimately be okay. Uh, I think he'll be fine. He makes his own money. He'll be fine. That's what I'm saying. He seems to have a lot of pans in the fire. He does. And people like him. The people like him. And by the way, Mariah, again, I love you. She can't seem to make another album. She's falling in the same line as, as Whitney, to be honest with you. Where... Well, but I don't know. One of Whitney's yeah, problems it was like is that she lost her voice. I mean, I used to love Whitney Houston's voice. And, um, From drugs, Malcolm. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. And <laughs> when she came back, she she really couldn't sing at the same level. I mean, it, it's, it's that's right. And by the way, Mariah can't hit those high notes either. When she when you see Mariah perform. It's it's set at a different level, and it's more ambiance than it is her voice. Like, she has to sing with the Muppets. She has to sing with a lot of glitz and glamour around her. She's almost whispering like Britney Spears does. Like, Mariah's not singing at her same place. To me, she's aligning herself with Whitney's direction, which is not good at all. And by the way, if these two separate, and, you know, if it turns out she is a raging alcoholic, like, who's going to watch her? Who's watching over Mariah? Who has her back? Because Nick is going to be fine. Yeah, I think he's going to be fine, actually. <laughs> I agree with yeah. you on that. Yeah. I mean. But when you're a loopy, you're a diva, you're drinking, who has your back? You're too ugly for people to even want to stick around with. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. I, I, now I'm starting to feel bad for her and him. <laughs> and I think you should, though. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think if she genuinely has a problem, my heart goes out to her. And I think if Nick felt like he had to get out because the house is crazy, my, my heart goes, you know, out to him. But maybe my heart really goes to the kids. Pretty much. Because at that point... Um it's gonna be it's gonna be about the kids and, and 
you know, if you, if the kids are living in a household and their mama's crazy and drinking a lot like you are alleging, then um, their life's coming. Of course, they they have nannies and that, but like, you know, they're probably not dealing with their money and mother that much anyway, but. You know, when they do. But again, we're back to that being unfortunate. Like, because you have the money to hire nannies and blah, 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 blah. You know what kids want now, Gun? They want their mommy. They want mommy. That's the nanny. I would agree. I so, want I mean, to find mommy. In that regard, you can look at a lot of these stars and wonder, I mean, you right. wonder about the Beyonce's and the Kim Kardashians and, you know, the people who you like. Are, are, they actually, you know, are they actually good parents? Yeah. You know, because I know what a good parent looks like, and uh, I know with Beyonce and Jay-Z, they work too much to be, you know, I mean, I guess the kids are there with them, but, I mean, they work, like, every day. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The kind of work that they do is exhausting. All right? And then if they're not on yeah. stage, they're like trying to conjure up like with meetings on what they should be doing next, what they should, you know, how they should be making it better. I, I question whether or not, I'm sorry, I do. I question whether or not Beyonce is a good mom. I do question it. Because the one thing I notice with children is how they cling to their mommy. This is my mommy. I don't see that with Blue Ivory. You know? Oh, that's unfortunate. And a Kim Kardashian baby, that baby looks like she's ready to be 20. She's like, I've got two crazy parents. I'm stuck in this little tiny body. I need to be grown now for my sake. <laughs> well, you know, and I, I, I have every Kanye West album he never made, right? Because I like Kanye Aww. West. Even but Kanye is nuts. <laughs> That's what he's very talented <laughs> Wait, Lavin Lavin just said, uh, "Bye, Tracy." With the Beyonce talk. <laughs> Sorry, it's true. <laughs> I have questions about Beyonce. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and you're right. Getting back to Kim and Kanye, Kanye's nuts. He's crazy. Yeah, he's very talented too, but you know. <laughs> I can question that, but you know me. I'm not a rap person, so sometimes it's hard for me to hear rap. So, but I question his talent as well. But I, everybody else loves him, so I don't say a bad word about him, of course. But and no, his I don't always but I mean, even if you listen to his music, you know, some of the stuff he says in his raps are, are you know, you have to question his mentality. He's like, like he's really? over the in head. his music. In his yeah, music, he's he over the head. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, surprise listen me. to what he says. <laughs> he's good. Don't get it wrong. He can put he can put it together with the best of them, but he's just he's a real big ego maniac. I mean, you know, I just wonder how his mama put up with him. Like, did she raise a monster? Like, I don't get it. Well, keep in mind that. He wasn't as crazy when she was here, and once his mom died, it kind of pushed him over the edge. But after his mom died, that's when he really started having a whole lot of self-destructive behavior. You know, the stuff with uh, Taylor Swift thing happened after his mom had died, and, you know, he started getting all these different chicks at that point because 
you know, before I thought he was just with the one girl, and after that, he, you know, he's showing up on the wars thing with the bottle of Hennessy in his hand, you know, the big bottle, not the little bottle. And just out of control. Oh. You know, Lavender said Kanye's mom knew that he was bipolar when he was young, but she decided not to medicate him and instead boost his self-esteem. Donda created the monster known as Kanye today. See, I I get that. That totally makes sense. Yeah, that's that's probably bipolar. I, I uh, totally makes sense to me. And if he is bipolar, then he should be on medication and checked because you know bipolar people are the ones that typically are ones that are never mind it. They get, there's a mental illness but, where you won't kill yourself. Bipolar is not one of them. No, no. Bipolar, you know, if you if you have to have, you know, a mental illness, bipolar is safer, you know, because there are different degrees of it anyway. You know, there's there's mild, very, very, very mild, but still prevalent. And then there's extreme where they're, you know, a little out of control, a little chaotic in terms of, like, their speech and their language and their hyper. And I think Kanye is, like, he's tipping the scale to extreme. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, him having a child and being with uh, Kim Kardashian, no. maybe this calming down. No. Oh. no, 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 no. Debbie said, there's some picture. She goes, look at Noah. She's in a picture with Kim like, who the hell is this holding me? <laughs> <laughs> no, having no. a baby does not is not going to change Kanye. No. Mm-mm. Can't see it. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. <laughs> I just keep going back to, like, you know, I, again, I have all this music, like, and when he did that Bound 2 video with him and Kardashian, Kim Kardashian on, on the motorcycle, uh-huh. I, I actually couldn't stop laughing, honestly, because it was, I mean, it's not a bad song if you just take the song and listen to it separately, but when you put the video with it, it's just, it just completely destroys it. What was more funny, though, were the spoofs behind it with the, the Franco. The oh, yeah. No. James Franco and Seth Rogen yeah, did yeah. That was actually, yeah. that was, really makes you, you know, laugh at every time you see Kanye and Kim. You're like, wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. You don't think that's not even memorable, Kanye and Kim. The spoofs are memorable. Yes. Okay, Malcolm. It's one oh seven and I usually keep you a little longer and then I don't get to my readings. Well you should you should get your readings straight there. It's always the enjoyable and, uh, Thank you. You went way off. You came into my territory. Yeah. With, uh, yeah Nick, Nick yeah. Cannon. But it, it was important to talk about, so thanks for sharing. Well, that's the big news of the day apparently. <laughs> so. It really is. It really is. So and it won't end unless she unless she gets away with that gag order, which I pray she doesn't. Um, I want to hear what Nick has to say because <laughs> he's, uh, you know, he doesn't. Uh, I think he's going to turn on her. <laughs> well, he's I think a he's going to say more. Well, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like he doesn't have his own fully spoken to speak from. So, um, yeah, he'll, right. I'm sure it's going to be impossible, impossible for her to shut him up. Right. Right. So if he weren't a celebrity, then maybe it would work. So. Yeah, 
but he's a celebrity too. <laughs> yes, and people like him, and yeah. she might want to watch it because she could say the wrong thing. She could get. Oh, by the way, I think she's bipolar. She could say the wrong thing, and bingo, Nick gets custody. So she might want to curtail that that uh, the voiceiness, the public voiceiness. It could work against her. Let's hope not. Uh, let's hope they let's hope they can do it on a nice platform and not just start a war here. Never. There are children involved. Never happened. But there are children involved. I mean, and when there's children involved, I I just kind of I know, I know. But I I guess I'm being naive, and I hope that people can just put the kids first. No. Just put your kids first. (laughs) You know, you can hate the other person as much as you want, but just don't. Don't involve your children in it, please. I, I mean, I agree. Actually, I'm going to leave on that note, but I, I do think others out there need to hear that. Put the children first. So I think that was good. You kept saying it over and over and over again, so there's a reason for that, and I totally agree. So anyway, Tracy, it's been nice. You guys have a Pleasure. Fun, Thank you. Fun, fun rest of the day. Thank you, and have a good weekend. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, that was Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy who this week stepped into my world and talked about Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey, but it's all good in the hood. It was um, needed to be talked about. Hi, six six one. You're on the line. Hello, six six one. You're on the line. Hold on. On the line. Oh well, I tried. <laughs> I tried. Hi, nine one four. You're on the line. Hi, my name is Melissa from New York, and it's my first time listening to your show. Really? Oh, Melissa, thank yeah. you for tuning in. Thank you. I'm from New York. So it's really cool because I'm, I'm from the Westchester Park. Okay. And I can definitely say that I am a big Mariah Carey fan, so when you talked about it, I'm like, yes! And, uh, you know, it's like, I'm like hearing those things. I'm like, you know what? Um. I can agree with you. Maybe, you know, when you have that type of power, of course you're going to be, a, you know, a little witch, oh, just a little bit. <laughs> well, you know? well, remember, she was, her career was in an era where the music industry caters to their artists, caters. You know, she's in a Madonna, Madonna era where their press didn't think. And so mm-hmm. just because you got married doesn't mean that shouldn't continue. Your husband is supposed to cater to you. That's what she's talking all her life. That's true. Right. You blame him the money because he should do it. <laughs> yes. And here's the thing. Nick complies. That's the way I get I get that Nick complies, and I think he catered to her. And now I think he's tired. Wow. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Well, Tracy, my question is to you. I know you don't do too much personal, but I feel like um, I had um, I 
I have a six-month-old, oh, and I, I'm single. Thank you. I'm, I'm single, and okay. I just want to okay. know, um, do you see, do you see like, a guy coming in the picture, and will he be okay that I have a child? Because you know how some men, they don't like that, dating with someone with a child business, oh, you know? Okay. Right, right. Okay, so I'm pulling the card, but while I'm pulling the card, I'm going to give you a lecture. Mm-hmm. Okay? Doesn't matter if the guy does not like the child. Doesn't matter if a guy does not want that responsibility. You keep it moving. No guy is worth coming into your life when you come nicely packaged. He's a fun dad. He's a, he's a, he's a bad, bad boy. And you don't invite that. So you miss that immediately. Are you going to find somebody? That's not really the question. What I'm really hearing is, I'm, oh, listen to the baby. What I'm really hearing is, I'm afraid because I have this baby, will a guy come along? That's what I'm really hearing. And I want you to put that out of your mind right now. You're in New York. Men fight over here. They are good fishers over here. They go get their women. You'll worry about having a baby. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, fifteen, twenty-five. Okay, and I want that mentality as you're going back out in the world looking for your guy again. Absolutely. How old are you? Could I do see a guy coming I am, along? I'm thirty-one. Okay, I see a guy coming along. He actually could be younger than you. Um, he's only gonna. Yeah, he's going to be a little bit younger than you. He's 15 mm-hmm. 26. Um, when he comes along, you know, he could, he's coming along, but my concern is how much of the, 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 the baby's father have you left behind? Because either way he comes along, you don't have faith in men at this point, or mm-hmm. you're going back out into the world hoping for the best, like, it's been rough, it's been hard on you, and now you, you know consciously you need to move, trust forward, and go look for something better. And yet at the same time, you have a hard time believing that something better is out there. So, um, there could be some money problems here right now. You're hurt. You're completely hurt. So It's true. Hurt, oh, it is. Mm-hmm. You've been stabbed in the back. You think you sabotaged this by yourself, even though you didn't. Um, you just have a lot of concerns. You don't. You actually don't want another baby right now. There are all these things that, you know, and, and on top of that, you, you're saying, but I want a man, but I want a man. You've got so much in front of you, literally in front of you, and the man is on the other side, like, of what's in front of you, that the man is there. It's you that needs to get past your own personal ugly. So I would say to you, one Huh? No, I, I said go ahead. I, I definitely agree with you. Thank you. I would say the first thing that's very important for the cause that want me to tell you something is the man is there. He is there. So with that being said, I have to say get rid of your ugly. Get rid of your ugly. Showcase what's beautiful about you. You know, be a proud mom. You know, and, I, and the way I'm getting it is literally plucking the ugly right in front of you. It's all invisible. Don't get me wrong, but I want to put. I want you. You have to do it. Put it behind you. You know, if you're having money issues, don't make that the forefront. Put it behind you. 
Um, if you don't believe in men again, I get you. I hear you. Trade it up to God. Put it behind you. And every time you put something behind you, step forward. You're like, okay, I, I tackle that. Now what do I need to tackle? Okay, I'm getting that crap behind you. Step forward. You know, fight you. Fight you. Because you're just 31, and if you don't fight you right now, you're going to be 41 with no man around you. I and definitely believe that. Thank you. So here's how I want you to fight yourself, right? Because, you know, okay, I did this. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Okay, listen to this. Okay. I did this the other day, and I just looked at it. Hold on a second. Let me just find it. Okay, hold on. I just did this the other day. I was having some concerns. Let me see that message. Okay. See, now I'm not going to find it. Oh, God. Let me see if I can find it this way. Oh, it's in the draft. I know where it is. Okay, hold on. Don't leave me. Draft. Okay. So I was having some concerns, right? Uh-huh. And... I was about to tell you this, but now I'm going to read it to you because I practice what I preach, right? So I write these letters to God, and then I don't send them. I put them in a draft. And I very rarely do I pull a draft. And just the other day, I happened to be in a draft, and I was like, huh, when did I write this? And I said, dear God, I'm in receipt of a letter that could potentially change my life. The letter is attached to money for some pain and suffering. Um, I would like to offer my money up to take care of my child again. And my child's 25. And I'm talking about my grandchild. I talk about him a lot. I'm talking about my child. Um, I have no desire to control him. I want to make sure he gets back on track and he stays on track. So, you know, with the gift of this, if I do this, this is what I want to do, and I do it up to God. Right? Yeah. Um, and so it was just interesting that, first of all, nothing had come through yet, and then I read this letter, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, i got to remember, this is what I'm supposed to do with it, right? My point to you is write a letter and state what your fears are. State what your personal, listen, and I get exhausted, but I'm getting exhausted because I know what I want to say to you. State what you, you, your personal ugly is. Figure that out. What is my ugly? How ugly am I? Put that on paper. And then hold on. As you put on paper, say something like, I don't want to be this way. I want to get rid of it. Do you understand? Yeah. Just by making it actual, putting it on paper, you've already, you've already acknowledged it. And then, like, just by putting it on paper, you then are capable of getting rid of it. And I'm only telling you to do this because the guy is there. <laughs> He's there. And I don't want all your inhibitions to not make this a relationship. By the way, I don't think he's African-American. Do you date outside your race? Um, yes, are you I black? Do. <laughs> yes, are I you am. black? Yes. And you do, you do, do date outside, outside your race? Okay. Yes, I do. Because I don't feel like he's black. And if he is black, he's on the light skin side of, 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 or mixed race, something like that. Mm-hmm. So the guy is there. You're your own worst enemy. And I'm going to tell you when he's coming in. He's coming in about 
before your baby turns a year, so maybe in the next five months. Okay. Maybe that's like around so, Christmas time or something, right? I don't or maybe know, like when your baby's a year. Whenever your baby's a year. Oh, my baby's going to be a year in, oh, okay, because she's going to be a year in the end of January. Okay. So, but it's she's around that time, before your baby turns a year, this guy shows up. So, with that being said, work on you so that when he shows up, you're good. You're not so fearful. Absolutely. I would definitely do and that you, because and, you know what? And, I, and you won't blow this. I don't want you to blow this. However, I do have another warning for you. You're very, very capable of having another child out there, so watch that. One is a lot. One is a lot. So get on some birth control pills, take some precautions, but you're totally capable of swallowing up some more terms because there's another baby coming to you, and you know this well in advance. So if you don't want it, you can protect yourself. But let's be clear, if you wind up getting pregnant, it is what it is. Don't beat yourself up, but you, you can take this as a, you know, uh-oh, I, I should be careful. Once the guy comes in, you know, you don't have to be careful right now. Once the guy comes in, decide whether or not this is something you can move forward with. Unless he comes in and he wants a baby. You never know. You know what? I feel like that, you know what? I realized that after I have my child that she is going to be somebody. And that's, right. that's that's and she's gonna be a a great somebody in this world. So that's oh. how I think about it. that's how I think of it as, so you know. Well you have a baby born in January and she's probably a Capricorn or even if she's mixed Capricorn Aquarius, Capricorn women tend to be very, very successful. She's an Aquarius woman. And she loves water. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So get her into water sports. You never know what she's going to do with her life. But listen, Love I got to get out of here. I hope you guys. Thank you so you much. Listen, yes, I if did. you have Twitter, if you have Twitter or Facebook, join me on Twitter or Facebook. Oh, I'll absolutely do that. All right. On Facebook, I'm Psychic Tracy Brown. Okay. And on Twitter, um, I'm at Pop Culture Psychic, like the radio show. Okay. Thank you so right. much, Tracy. I appreciate everything. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. I tried to time you in, and you weren't there, and you made me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, it works now. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You're sounding really, really healthy. Your voice is amazing right now. Really? Because I'm kind of stressing, but that has to do with traveling probably. But thank well, you. Different. How are you? That's different. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. So, you're traveling with. Yes. Um, I wanted to see if you could check, one, my both of my plane rides, because I have to fly from Italy to Germany and from Germany to New York, if all arrives mm-hmm. safely tomorrow, mm-hmm. my morning mm-hmm. and night. And I'm a total mm-hmm. stress freak when I fly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what's the question? I'm confused. <laughs> oh, to make sure that I arrive in New York safely. Oh, if my flight's going to be okay. Oh. Yeah. 
first of all, I'm already getting it's going to be okay. I, I really okay. am. Um, I'm really okay. getting that, but of course I'm looking at the card. Okay, thank you. Confirm that, and I would be thank really you. upset if they showed me the opposite. <laughs> One, two, three, Thank four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Now, are you traveling by yourself? How is all this supposed to work I, out for you? Yes, I'm traveling by myself super early in the morning. Um, it's already nighttime mm-hmm. here. Um, my Does someone not want to travel with? Go ahead. Uh, well, how? someone. It, He's traveling separately because he got a cheaper plane ticket. So we're taking different oh. planes. Yeah. Okay, but he's still going with you to New York. Yeah, I'm. I have to go because of work, and he's just coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. I just thought he might stay behind. Yeah. Is what I was asking. Okay, so your traveling oh, yeah. is fine. Okay. Your traveling is fine. I, I get the hermit card, which tells me you're traveling alone. But I had already asked the question, so that's an odd card if you're traveling. Um, I get the two of wands, which means you can't wait to get back to the states. Um, you got a yeah. lot of work to do. You've got a lot of work to do when you get here, but it's good work, and you create magic. You're going to be awesome. They also could be oh money attached. Also, mm-hmm, also could be a large contract attached with you, okay? Okay. Also, I get the three of cups, so I see some sort of celebration. I see some sort of celebration, and the celebration actually is attached to a woman, a woman, or a several women, something like that. Um, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um... I, I get the Eight of Cups, which isn't a good card after, you know, all that I said. It's not really a good card, but I do get the Eight of Cups. Um, I, don't really, um, I don't really want to see what that's about, but I actually do see it. Um, is there a guy attached to you going to New York? Yeah, my husband. No, other than your husband. Is there a guy attached to you, the reason why you're headed to New York? Um, for, I mean, well, the guy attached to me going to New York, you mean someone traveling with me or someone, uh-huh. nobody? Why are you coming to New York? Now that you're going to New York, oh. why are you going to New York? Well, a friend of mine got me a job, um, on... Male a, or female? Male, male. Um, okay. Yeah, he got me a job, and then from this job, I got, um, representation as well that I'm meeting next week. And the representation is male or female? Male. They're both male. Okay. Okay, totally get it. Your husband's going to have a connection fit. What? I don't know which. Your husband is going to have a connection fit. I don't know which which, which male, but he is going to have a temper tantrum. With them face-to-face or No. It's just in general. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to dissect if it's going to be in a meeting or if it's going to be with you at home. Just understand he's going to throw a temper tantrum. He's not going to get over it. One of the two males is going to be really, really nice to you, really, really nice to you. And it could morph into, in his mind, he likes her. What is he doing? He likes her. You get that? Like, this is what I'm getting. You'll see it once you get there. It's going to be like, uh... I understand that he's your agent. I understand this, but he's calling way too much. He said too many nice things to you. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying he's going to have a temper tantrum because he sees things one way 
even though it's not. Got it. It's, it's how it's set up. And he, he's loopy, so he sees it, you know, it, 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 his filters are off. And so what he sees is valid for him. Got it. And then he throws it back at you. He's not really going to throw it to any of, the, any of these two guys. Now, if it's not okay. literally these two guys, it doesn't really matter to me. In your environment, there's a guy that is either, if it's not business-related and they adore you, then it's a guy that just adores you. And okay. he sees it. And that okay. causes a problem to you. Wonderful. But it's one of those things where, in a weird kind of way, you're coming to New York mm. for romance. Interesting. Weird, because it's totally for work, but interesting. I know. I know. I know. I totally and get it. So I'm um, not encouraging cheating on your husband. Please, get that. Like, I'm not encouraging no, never. that. No, it's just an oxymoron. What you think you're coming for, you're really not. Okay. But it is, but career will start picking up once I get there, right? You know, the justice card in your environment um, on top of the Ten of Pentacles um, and the Three of Cups, which is a happy, you know, celebratory type of event on top of the justice card, next to the magician, Next to the two of wands, which means I got to go over there, go back, go over there. In your case, whenever somebody's in America, I always see them going to Europe or Japan or, or Asia. In your case, it's coming mm-hmm. back over here, the two of wands. I have to say that finally you can step into something that's tangible for your career. Finally. I believe that it's real. I believe that it's real. And I believe it's more real than you've ever known like much more tangible than you ever know. And this is the reason why I get your husband having um, a conniption fit or a temper tantrum because it is that one moment in time where he really sees that he could lose you. But do you see him kind of having a breakthrough after the tantrum and kind of growing up a bit? You always have hope for him, but no. (laughs) I love your faith in him, and I think it's, you know, it ends with the page of wands. So here's what I get. I get that you make money. You become, you know, you become the person that, you know, heads the household is what I'm trying to say. I do get that. Thank you. I do get that he's participatory in your breakthrough in your career. I get that he will be maybe kind and generous because whatever you're doing, somehow he also benefits. Mm-hmm. I think in the long run, whoever this guy is really um, antagonizes him. Hmm. Because it's something like it's, it's something like you can't see, but everybody else can see. It's kind of like that. So, and I think you've had this in the past, or every, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I think you've had this in the past where people are like, why is she with him? And it's one of those situations, again, in New York. It's like, why are you with him because he's the problem? It's hard for you to see it, but what they do instead is that they constantly step in front of you. 
And so they're complimenting you and telling you what a good job that you're doing, and then they block him from you. And they, they do it in an antagonistic kind of way to the point where he's like, I'm going to like, really get mad. And he does. He throws a temper tantrum. I always get for him, I get this five-year-old child because he doesn't know how to contain his spirit. And so, yeah, yeah. He's exhausting. I know you love him, but he's exhausting. Yeah. But overall, the fight—the fight's gonna be fine. No, no problems with the fight. See, go to New York, enjoy your career. It's finally, gonna pick okay. up. Watch your money. Watch your money. Watch yeah. your money. You have to bank your you, money. No joke. Do you see money improving? I do, but I also see where you're spending it very quickly. So I think you get money, I think you spend it. Right. Do you? Um, I would say put also, it in the bank and save it hard. Save it because okay. you, you know it's a rainy day situation. It's good. It becomes good, and then just one day it doesn't. So that's just the business. And when it's not good, uh-huh. you have money in the bank. And Jane Metal just said that recently. The business is good for money. So get it, okay. save it. When when they're done with you, whether it's temporary or um, permanent, you got money in the bank. So money, be smart. Got it. And do you, after a week in New York, um, I'm, I have an opportunity, and I don't know yet if I got it, to go to Atlanta for another job, but I haven't heard mm-hmm. anything yet. And I don't know if you see that happening or if you see me staying in New York or if you see me returning to Europe, because I do have a return flight, but I'm hoping to get this job and go to Atlanta next week. Um, and I see good news coming in with that decision of Atlanta. Um, I get the page of cups, I get the nine of cups. I get the seven of pentacles, which is slow and steady, not that much money coming through, but I have to say the opportunity to go to New York and then go to, go to Atlanta is high. I just don't think you're going to stay in Atlanta. I think you're going to do something, and then you've got to keep it moving. So, sorry, because I, I kind of do so. Atlanta could happen. I see the possibility that it's happening, yes. I don't think it's that big of a deal, to be honest with you. Okay. I think you go do something, and then you, you keep it moving. But yeah, could it happen? Right. I have to say yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So once I get into the I'm staying there for a bit. Huh? So once I get into the States, I'm going to be there for a bit. Well, I don't know. I mean, you said you had a return trip to come back to Europe, so... I don't want to discourage that, but I just kind of see, I see a lot of American stuff over Europe stuff. Okay. Yeah. The return site was in just. In Europe? Mm-hmm. Was just in case. Right. Yeah. The return site was And I respect that. Because, yeah. It was more insurance than not. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I okay. understand that. Okay, honey, right. I need to make it quick, but I just find that I go offline too fast and I'm not getting to the reading. So I'm just kind of covering okay. the reading through today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. My, I you're welcome. Cool, but so I'll you'll, you'll you're officially you. be here on Monday. And tomorrow, Sunday. You will officially be... In the U.S. on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm nine hours ahead, so I'll arrive at at one o'clock p.m. in New York tomorrow. Okay. Well, then call me when you're in New York. I will. Will do. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Lavender. <laughs> hey, Tracy. <laughs> I clicked on you because last week we did not get to you, and you had a question last week. Before I go into all of that, how mm-hmm. let's make this short, because last week we talked so long about it, we didn't get to the question. How <laughs> was going to you? I have received so much report from people or support from people I've never met. I didn't uh-huh. realize it was that bad in that company. Even even people from very high positions. So my boss, I think I told you, my boss, she said that she has, I have 200% of her support. If I want to get to somewhere, she'll write a glowing recommendation for me, blah, blah, blah. Um, she's sad to see me go, but she wants me to leave because she, she told me I'm better than what I'm doing right now. Um, so we got to speak with the the vice president, I think, um, and she was shocked by what I had to say, even though I know that people have been telling her everything that I've been saying for years, and she took what I said to the new CEO who's coming in next week. Um, wow. It went through the grapevine, and I've had people coming up to me saying, oh, you're, I'm not going to use my name, but oh, you're Lavender? I heard what you did. We're so proud of you. We've been telling people about this, and finally, it just took one person to say something. So it's, it's been a roller coaster. Um, my two Tweedledee and Tweedledum managers, they haven't been not nice to me, but not overly mean. They're just ready for me to get out and shut up. But it's it's been crazy. It's been so crazy. I forgot that I have a concert to go to tonight. What concert? Um, Arcade Fire in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, congratulations. Yeah, I I can I completely forgot about everything I was <laughs> I had planned this week. But I mean, it's it's a relief to know that I'm dodging a huge, huge, huge bullet. Now, when is your starting? Not only the um, date, but is it next week? Is it the week after? The week after. The week after. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at um, everything that transpired with our last week. I think it only took about, about a month for everything to happen, just a month. But, hello? I'm here. Oh. Um, but I I do have a personal question, but I really want to get into Brad Pitt and Miss Thank Angelina. <laughs> okay. Go <laughs> for Brad Pitt and Angelina. Let's discuss that, and then I'll get to your personal question. 
So now I just I just want to brag on air a little bit that when I first asked you about these two, I was 100% right. Yes. 100%. Just just tell Psychic America Lavender was right. I know. I feel so bad. You're like, Tracy, you should get things funny. And I'm like, oh, my God. I don't remember things. Here's the thing. I don't document my radio shows like I used to. I'm really, really Uh lazy. So when I get off the phone, usually I go back over the show and I document the time. And this is, Mm -hmm. you know, Angelina, 1306, or, you know, Phaedra, you know, 1509. I got really, really lazy since August. (laughs) So I actually have to go back to all of those shows and documents because some things are coming up and I'm like, oh my God, I discussed it on the, on, on the radio show, blah, blah, blah. And then I can't find it. But I'm so sorry. What did you say? I want to give you credit. Um, you know what? I kind of, do- oh, I asked if they were ever going to get married. And then I mm-hmm. said that Angelina is a B-I-T-C-H. She's cold. Yes. Her, 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 uh, humanitarianism is nothing but PR, and she's mm-hmm. probably a bad mother because somebody mm-hmm. who used to mm-hmm. work for them actually told me this. Um, and I think you said that that well, we didn't look at any love cards, just that they were going to get married. And you said that a little boy <coughs> was going to speak out, and something mm-hmm. medical would happen to her, and the medical reason is why they would possibly get married later on this year. And it's, inter- it's interesting in your reading that mm-hmm. the same boy showed up, but in the came negative up again. Mm-hmm. Came up again. Not a, you know what? What? I think the boy is maybe Maddox. I think he may be the oldest one. He's yeah. Laotian or Cambodian, the one with the Mohawk. I yes, think he's the, yes. the, oldest, the oldest child that they have. I'm not sure how old You know he is. what? The child is the bigger thing going on here. Like he's the exposure. He's the one that's going to, like, whatever this is, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a, it's, this is the one that pulls the rug from them. Because it's oh. surrounded around this boy now. Now that you're telling me, because I remember, now that you're telling me I brought up the boy the last time, and me and Sean both saw the boy this time, mm-hmm. the boy is the one that blows this out the park. Wow. So, with that being said, but you said the last time I said they will get married. Yeah, it, it would be the health, uh, her, something happening to her health would be the reason why they would get married later on. Huh. Well, you know, <laughs> I didn't see it this time. I did not see the, like, well, actually, the question was, does he love her? And yeah. he definitely does not. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, I could see those two still getting married, even if there isn't that much love there. Because, like, like I said before, uh, Brad Pitt is usually a very like he's he's an honest he's usually an honest person, very low key, yes. and most of his fans could see that even though he had this this image with Angelina, he actually did feel bad 
about what he did with Jennifer. Jennifer. Even though they yes. Yeah, even though they try to lie and say, Oh, well, we were broken up while we were on set, et cetera, et cetera. He was no. he's still he's still kind of, you know, regressive. Feels bad. That's right. Yeah. And he should because how he carries himself is a straight up, you know, mm-hmm. good dude. And in the long haul, like that history he has to carry himself. Like that carries with him. So how do you be like this great guy knowing that you did this to this one person publicly? So And I you know what? He he may not even he may not even want to leave Angelina because it would tarnish his image even more. Because she is great with PR. She's really great. I know. That's why I'm telling you. That's why I looked at the cards and I was shocked. I was like, and I remember I was looking at. I was like, "Are we dreaming?" Like, like I wasn't sure if it was wishful thinking or if it was happening for the first time. I was like, "Is it me, or is this wishful thinking, or is this really the cards?" Like, it was so bizarre what we saw. I was really uncomfortable. I wasn't because I knew it. <laughs> but, but, but I thought, I thought, I thought <laughs> you're like Tracy. You should have gave me credit. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, but I Lavender think the question was, I think the question was, is he because you guys mentioned that you saw him wanting to go back to somebody from his past. And uh, mm-hmm. Sean brought up Jennifer. Well, you guys brought up Jennifer, but I also said, hey, he used to date Gwyneth Paltrow. She's unconsciously coupling right now. No. So. <laughs> no. But she he, doesn't count he as a reputation. Huh? The public, the public hates her. I like her, but the public hates her. I, I love her. She's hilarious. I, I think she's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I, I get her spirit. I don't know if she's a native New Yorker, but I get her. Um, <gasps> oh, my God. He, Desi I mean, says Brad, he also what, dated what? Robin Gibbons. That would be yes. even more scandalous. He got a, he got I would around. love that. He got around. I think he even dated Kidada Jones. He he and and what's that other lady? She has a big forehead and she's a t- Scientologist. She played uh uh the cousin in Beverly Hillbilly, the movie. Uh huh. I I can't remember her name, but she has a huge forehead. She's single too. <laughs> but but I guess I'll just ask about <gasps> actually. What? Oh, what? he reminded me. Um. They, I think, weren't they trying to cheat on each other? Um, Robin Gibbons and um, Brad Pitt and Mike Tyson had to chase him away. Yes. Yep. Desi just reminded me that Mike Tyson had to chase him away, laugh out loud. I totally forgot mm-hmm. that. So I'm looking at um, Brad Pitt, and what I'm getting is, seriously, here's what's happening. You know, Angelina Jolie is so and I also think that she's also sexless now. Does that make any sense? I think she's yeah, no I can longer see that. Sens- Thank you. She's no longer sensual. So, and I get her cold, almost like Maleficent, cold. Like she's shutting down now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but her public image is intact. So she has this chiseled, that she sculpted public image, right? But mm-hmm. on top of her, and, and beneath her is the magician who I see is Brad Pitt, 
because he still wants to make change. He still wants to participate in the world. He still wants to get his hands pretty and dirty. And, you know, mm-hmm. when he dies, he wants somebody to say, oh, my God, you were amazing down there. Like, that's what he wants, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. In a weird kind of way, he left Jennifer, came to Angelina, but he got the same woman. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston was all about her career and delaying everything yep. because of career. What he's finding with Angelina, she's the same person. She's all about her public image and maintaining it and looking a certain way to the point where she doesn't care about her husband anymore. Aww. So it is getting to the point where he kind of sees this, this, this newsflash or... You know, it's like, oh, my God, how did I marry the same person that I left? But he's owning it. He's like, I did this. I created this. Right. This is what right. I did. And then I get the karma card, which means it's time to make a decision because I need to clean myself up. It's no longer about these women anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of back to he's still going to leave her because it is now about him. And not in a selfish kind of way. I think that what he's going to do is continue on with his philanthropy stuff. And yeah. that's all that he really cares about. I don't think he cares about his public image in terms like Angelina does. No, he really is. going to be yeah. about. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, at this stage of the game, I feel like it's still going to happen only because I think she's, like, very, very ugly now. Well, what's going to happen to all them kids, though? <laughs> Who knows? All we know is that there's this one child that's going to blow the roof off. <laughs> wow. Okay, so give me your personal question. Um, well, my personal question was um, about the new job, and you know what my goal is. So I just yes. And I remember in our reading, you also told me that I shouldn't be on the fence. I should just go for it. Um, yeah. So my question was, do I, when, when my new boss asked me um, what are my plans, because my, my manager already did, my old manager, um, right. and I told him, and he tried to dissuade me, so I know where he stands. Uh. He wants me to stay. Um, I get what it. What do I yeah. tell my new direct boss? That That's hey, a good question. Yeah. Yes. Hold on. That's a good question. That's a really good question because one of my mom, listen, I go to church every Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. And every single Sunday, I get this guy who announces his career after a job. In church? Hold on. Is that you? Where are you at right now, Lavender? Oh, I'm on the roof. Sorry. You're on the roof. Okay. It's catching noise. My point to you is, uh, at church, every Sunday, this guy gets up, and every Sunday, he calls the congregation to pray for him because he's going after this particular job. And it's a high kind of priestess kind of job. I go to a Presbyterian church right now. And so Mm -hmm. I think he wants to become a a pastor or some Mm -hmm. leader, blah, 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 blah. Last Sunday, I said to myself, I see what his problem is. He's inside his ego. So when he gets up and he tells people, 
pray for me because I've got this, you know, job interview. He then comes back the next Sunday and says, I don't have the job, but that's okay because I know what God has for me. So he uses God, but really what he's doing is telling the congregation, I'm better than you. I'm applying for these great jobs. You can't apply for these great jobs, but I can. And it doesn't really matter if I don't get the job because I'm just going to announce about – so he's so inside his ego that he doesn't realize he, he, his, he is his own worst enemy. Right. So last Sunday when he got up again, I was almost tempted to go up to him and tell him, shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut it down. The only conversation you need to have is between you and God. Because I wanted to say, you're looking really stupid now. <laughs> so, here's what well, I'm going to say to you. Typically, typically that's how... Typically, that's how I work. I'd rather do things and then maybe mm-hmm. say something about it after it happened. But I also okay. realize that in this industry, you need somebody to pull you through. And I totally agree. So here's how you're going to start out. You're going to enjoy the company for a minute. Mm-hmm. You're going to show your value for a minute. Okay. I get to 10 o'clock, which means just enjoy the company. Go in and be glad that you're back at your old company in a position where it's permanent. Right. I'm also getting the four of pentacles, which means shut it down. Now, that doesn't mean don't investigate what you need to do to get to Europe. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, choose wisely. What wisely? Choose wisely. Choose, Choose yeah. how you tell someone wisely. Because mm-hmm. stepping back into your company and making the first announcement that you want to go to Europe yeah. for training is just not going to work. That's not according yeah. to the cause because they don't want to feel like you've used them. So yeah. go back in and enjoy the company and then go you know, I enjoy this company so much. I know that, you know, from this position, you know, I could, I feel like I could do amazing things, and I would hope that, you know, I could be able to confide in you that I want to go to Europe, blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying don't do it right now. Right. Okay. Um, and I would say I know you're trying to get there in April. Remember, every time I gave this reading, I always go September of next year. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, anywhere between, you know, 4, 8, 12, 16, between your first day and up to 16 weeks, enjoy your company and then start making some conversations about how you can get there for September. 16 weeks? Yes. That, uh, Oh, well, I know. That, that, no, 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 not that it's long, but I was just going to say that timeline actually makes a lot of sense. It's when what? It, it makes sense. It does make sense. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. So with that being said, you're going to enjoy this summer. You're going to enjoy it. By the way, I get the justice card, so the potential uh-huh. of you um, um, entering into the program is completely high. Okay. Um, ironically, there's a woman that's going to help you. Well, you know, I 
I've I've been kind of doing these readings on myself and getting a couple from yes. other people, and they always say there's a woman. And I always I always assumed that it was somebody else, but you know she's she's moved on, and she's let me know that she's moved on, and she can't really help. Mm-hmm. And now that mm-hmm. all of these things have happened at my old job, I wonder if mm-hmm. that woman is my previous boss at the place that I'm leaving now. Because she she put it out there that she wants me to do this. The previous boss that you're you're leaving right now, but yes. does she have connections in the company that you're going to yes. to get you to yes. Europe? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. She, she offered mm-hmm. to write a, like a, a personal recommendation because she even said, if this is what you want to do, don't waste your time here with me. Go back to where you came from, and I'll help you out. I would say get that recommendation and tell her not to date it. Not to what? Date it. Get the recommendation and say, do you have to date it? Because I may not use it for six months. Okay. If you can get the recommendation before you leave, I would say get it now. Okay. And tell her to leave it open. You know? If if she mm-hmm. wants to. If she wants yes. to. But listen, I am rushing you off. I apologize, Lavender. I just yeah, want to get to Debbie and I don't want to cut her off like we got cut off last week. Okay. All right, girl? All right. And again, I give you credit for Angelina Jolie. <laughs> you, you didn't believe it anyway. All right, so get going. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Debbie. Hi, Tracy. How are you? You're so busy. I- <laughs> That's how I am. I'm busy. <laughs> That's a good thing. How is everything going? How do they like you? How do you like it? Or you know what's going on? Okay. Um, I really, really like it. Everybody's been telling me because it's it's freshman English, and because yes. and I think some of some of the administration, well, not the administration, some of the teachers have the idea that if you're not teaching honors classes or advanced placement classes that you're you're going to have an issue with behavior or you're going to have an issue with them not wanting to learn anything. It's like they talk so down on these kids. And I got in there and I haven't had a problem. Um, But I haven't had a problem. So I, I kind of don't understand what they're saying. And plus, I'm the only regular English teacher, which means I don't have a ninth grade English teacher, meaning I don't have any honors classes. I don't have any advanced placement classes. I'm just Good. English one for freshmen. So I am the only one. I think there's another teacher that teaches one regular class, but I have all mm-hmm. of my classes are regular. Um, so let me go um, back to high school. So high school, they're switching classes, right? Yes. And so, you know, every period you get the mm-hmm. new set of freshman English, blah, 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 blah. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, every class is different. So I see different so you should be really, really proud of yourself then because I am. 
they anticipated problems because you're not getting honors, blah, 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 blah. But right. actually, maybe you're just relatable. You're relatable. I'm getting that they actually, the kids actually like you. I'm also They really do. Yeah. But I was going to say before, oh, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this really, really quick. Okay. So I went to, I went to the, um, the training for, you know, mm-hmm. like first-time teachers because they have a, te- a teacher mentorship program, you know, where I get a nice. consulting teacher that looks out for me and, like, comes yes. and observes me and I get to share lesson plans with and all this kind of stuff. So yes. um, I'm there, and uh, this is, like, the first day of meeting the faculty at this, like, mm-hmm. training, right? I'm meeting yeah. other teachers that are, that are around the school, and they all give me, like, this look. And they're like, mm. I'm like, okay. It, it, the tension was so weird. And the girl, mm. and, and one of the ladies, she's an older lady. Most of them were older white ladies. Mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. was like, the one lady was like, oh, well, you, I think you smile too much. <gasps> and I said, what wow. does that mean? She's like, I wow. think you're too happy. And, and if you're too happy, the kids are going to feel like they, you know, that they can just play with you. And plus, you look like you're 17 years old, too, so that doesn't help you. And then the other lady that was sitting at the table with me, the other lady at the table Mm -hmm. was like, you should, um, one rule that you're going to learn around here is that you only smile at, you should only smile at Christmas. That's the rule. That sounds crazy. What, 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 um, like, what, what, um, what kind of, like, 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 I feel like you went into the vortex with these women. I exactly. Like the Twilight Zone or something. Like, what are they talking about? And then I had on this, like, this, this dress, but it was, like, a very professional dress with a button-down shirt. And yeah. I made sure that I put on hose, hosiery so that, you know, because that's appropriate. And they, they and one a girl professional, me, yes. Exactly. The one lady looked at me and she said, um, you shouldn't wear things that are so flowy. You need to dress in straight lines because these little boys are going to be all over you. Hmm. I'm not I sure said, what's going on in Florida, but when my son, who's 25, was in third grade, he had sexy teachers. I was like, these teachers are sexy. Like, they were beautiful. And I was like, what happened? And I remember the old property bitch. Right. So what's going on in Florida? Like, have they not, like, they're not used to young teachers? No. Like, I don't, I'm confused. No, they're not. They are not. And, oh, like I said, I, oh. and, and I keep getting stopped in the hallway and asked for a hall pass. They're <laughs> used to, really, I really do. Uh, they keep asking, like, uh, where are you supposed to be? I'm like, um, I just came from the copy room. Like, shouldn't you be in class? And I have to show them my badge. Like, so now I've, I've, I've taken to wearing it around my neck with a lanyard because yes, I don't want to be stopped. Yes, it's right. Yes. I'm you know, always that leads to another thing. And this isn't a warning, but I, I just want to make sure that you understand that if you're looking a certain way, I'm not sure the seniors aren't going to hit on you. Uh, that's true. But you know what? So far I have not had any problems. Okay, all right, okay. And I I walk the hallways, I talk to the students, and so far yes. it's been like, but you know what, I, I do have some girls kind of looking like they want to bully me or start something, but then they go, oh, are you a, but then they're like, oh, are you a teacher? I'm like, yes, get out of my face, politely. Like, I don't say, I mean, you know, but yeah, yeah, really, really. But it's like, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, my God. That must be adorable. You must look at them and go, that's really cute. Keep it moving, ladies. I'm exactly. not the one. Exactly. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, first of all, let me tell you, I'm completely proud of you. you Thank you so much. And you fought and you fought and you, from your history, you worked yourself into this. So yeah. you're not going to get here and have some old crotchety cities exactly. to your life at this stage of the game. You've worked too hard to get here. Right. And then, um, and then, okay, and then my department head is not the friendliest person. She's a little, she's one of those ladies that she, I mean, because the principal is a black man. He's the one that hired me. Nice. And I, nice. they have a lot of issues with black people in positions of authority. And they just have to ask mm-hmm. where they just don't want to be told what to do by a black person, period. And wow. They because okay, so the name of the school is Booker T. Washington. They're trying to mm-hmm. get they're trying to change it just to Washington High School and take off the Booker T because what? because he's a black man. Yes, yes, it is a mess. It is a mess. Well you mess. are in the deepest part of the South. People forget that. You know, Florida yeah. is the South. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. It's I crazy. hope they don't get away with that. I hope they don't get it away is- with it crazy. Anyway, she's not the nicest person, so I've been going to other people for help. Like, if I have a question about something, other teachers that are knowledgeable. Well, one of the other teachers is the handsome teacher I was talking to you about. I don't know if I mentioned that. Okay. Well, anyway, we're hanging out and sharing ideas. Wait, he's the the new guy with you. Yes, but he was a long-term sub at Washington last year. So he knows the routine and he went Right, and and he went to Washington okay. High School as a as a oh as a he went he went to that school yes wow so he knows okay. a lot of the administration that's still there he knows a lot of things so I'm asking yes. him yes. you know how he what his teaching style is we share ideas all the time about everything. Nice. you know nice. and so my department here I'm glad you have him by the way you heard me me too. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you, you have him. It's, it's, it's huge for you. It's huge. Because you need that bonding. You need that bonding with somebody in your age bracket. Right. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. Right. Okay, so Carmen had said to someone else who's become a good friend of mine, um, she says, oh, well, I guess uh, Miss Frost doesn't need my help anymore because now she's got Josh. Josh has adopted her. And I guess I understand because they're both young and good-looking people. So I guess I understand the connection, even though there is no connection other than just being professional colleagues and sharing ideas back and forth. But but your department head is also young? No, she's an older lady. So what does that say about jealousy? I don't know, but the fact that she tried to start a rumor about what? me and Josh kind of pissed me off a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, why can't you just do your job? Why can't people just you trying to do your job? And thank God you have a colleague. Exactly. But I guess, I, mean, if there, I, I guess if there are men and – I guess men and women can't be friends or they can't well, be professional colleagues or – I mean, like, I don't understand – what I her get it is, you know. 
I got jealousy, even though she's an older woman. I, 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 what's your sign again, Debbie? Gemini. Gemini. Mm-hmm. Do you know your moon again? Tell me your moon. I think it's Gemini. Your moon is Gemini? Yes. Did, did I check it ever? No. Well, tell me your birthday, and if you know the time that you were born, it makes a bigger difference. I do. I do. Okay. Um, send that to me. Send that to me in text. Okay, cool. And I'm I'll check it out. Sure I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm that just, my moon is in Gemini. I think I'm sun Gemini moon. I'm thoroughly Gemini. <laughs> do you know you're rising? What's your rising? Scorpio? Ooh, I do not know that. Well, it doesn't matter, because I'm just wondering why all eyes are on you. That's an odd thing, unless it's a planet, right. It's an odd thing, unless it's a planetary thing that you may always have to deal with. And so if you know this is what you always have to deal with, you know how to combat it better. Why? Why is all eyes on you? My moon sign is Aquarius. Aquarius. Okay, now I get the Aquarius in you because you have a, you have a, a comedic sharp tongue. That's totally mm-hmm. Aquarius. That's your moon. What's your rising? Um, let me see. I'm not sure. It just says moon. Here's the thing. Go to alabe, A-L-A-B-E dot com and click on free chart. Put in the information while we're talking, and then it'll tell you everything. Okay. hmm Because, I mean, I just really don't even understand what this mm-hmm. is about. Like, and mm-hmm. I can't believe she tried to set this To throw you under, and, and to put all that attention on you in that romantic kind of way. It's really unfair to you, and it's really unfair to him. However, Desi, mm-hmm. I have been curious as to whether or not, maybe not today, but I've been curious as to whether or not this could turn to something else. I did mention that to you. So I, was, I did say, keep, keep with your friendship, keep, keep it up, because you're like, he's more professional. And I was like, you know, I get that. You know, he's kind of focused, kind of professional. I, I was always yeah. curious, though, if this could no. turn. But maybe I not today. I'm not saying it's going to turn. I know, you told me that before. I I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> but if the teachers are picking up on something and I'm picking up on something and I have no kinetic energy to you, you know, <laughs> then I don't know, something there, whether or not you two want to know that that's not my problem. I just think Cupid has to work really, really hard with the two of you. I got it. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> you got it, right? But I'm not yeah. trying to encourage it because I think it's really important to have a colleague, a really good right. friend. You know, I, I those things are you can't you can't buy that kind of friendship. That's true, and that's I mean, like I said, I find him to be a very valuable yes. asset. Yeah, because there yes. are things valuable about him asset. that I I mean, there are things that he knows that I mm-hmm. don't know. And there are things mm-hmm. that I know that I'll tell him, and he'll be like, oh, man, I never thought of it like that. 
Mm. And I feel like if I can, I feel like if I can help, especially, especially um, black male teachers, because you really don't even see that all that often. Mm. Ones that aren't like yeah. coaches, ones that, and that's the way that I'm looking yeah. at. Like, you know, now, what is he I, any, teaching? History. Wow. History and economics. Good for him. And you're right. You don't see that many black male teachers. Right. Exactly. I respect that. Mm -hmm. I totally respect that. I respect what you're saying, I'm saying. So he's a Mm -hmm. good colleague to have. I totally agree. Yes. Yes. Okay, my rising sign, my ascendant is cancer. Cancer? Huh. Well... With the cancer ascendant, when you get ready to have your family, you're probably one of the best moms out there. And I got to tell you, be careful. Let me just tell you this right now. It's interesting that you're a teacher, but that doesn't surprise mm-hmm. me with a cancer rising, cancer ascendant, because you mm-hmm. have good mothering. And that's the reason why your kids like you. You get, the, you get to the core of someone else's emotional spirit. So that's why your kids like you. I totally get that. I'm offering up, because you're really, really young, I'm offering up that you make sure that these kids do not replace your ability to have your own children. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I no, okay, okay, think that's okay. so funny, because I just don't, I don't see, I mean, like I said, they're good kids right now, but some of them are, um, let's What's a good word to use? Some of them are very spirited individuals, and some of them are damaged. Mm. And I have a lot of what's called ESD kids, a lot of special needs kids Mm. in my class. Mm. Well, let me tell you that you still could be a great, great candidate for all of these kids. One, you're comical. So the way I mm-hmm. see you is that you could almost look at a situation and I see you going, this is going to be a funny story later on. Do you understand? Right, right. Okay, thank you. And I really appreciate that. Now let's go back to your, your cancer rising, which tells me even though they might come with some um, substance on them, on them, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be able to emotionally twist that around so that they okay. can just have a healthy school experience regardless of the stuff that they bring to the table. Like, that's the, that's the cancer in you. Mm-hmm. Um, the Gemini in you is the balance. Like, you're going to understand the ugly and rise up, you know, the positive and, you know, be able to go back to the ugly and rise up the positive. So, like your whole core, and, and and God gave you some experiences to really, mm-hmm. at this stage of the game, to really be a good teacher. He didn't give you okay. all glitz and roses. Do you understand that? Oh, I, no. I, he didn't give you all glitz and roses. They're some, like small, you know, I, I don't want to tell too much, but some parental stuff, some romantic mm-hmm. stuff, some relocation mm-hmm. stuff. All of right. these things, to my surprise, and I always tell people, it's funny when you finally look back and you go, if I had, had, if I had not had these experiences, I would never be a good teacher. 
So it's interesting when God has to mill. you got to go through the mill, and you're like, did you forget about me? Do you not love me? And God is like, ah, I adore you, but I need mm-hmm. you to get to this kid in ninth grade, and you don't know you're going to get this job yet. And in order for you to get to this kid, and it may not be this kid this year. It might be a kid five years from now. It might be a kid right. this year. But in order, thank right. you, in order for you to get to this kid, you've got to go through the mud right now. So you oh, can yeah. hate me if you want. I got that. You're going to ignore me. You're not going to talk to me. This is God talking. Okay? Don't talk to me. Put it through the mud. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. No. She'll talk to me later. Right. So I right. think your makeup, your makeup in terms of your sign, your astrological stuff is going on, and I think there might be some other amazing things in there. It's perfect for teaching right now and and compassion with your cancer and a prayer to become. Oh, by the way, I wasn't joking, Desi, when I said you could write your own thirty rock. I was not joking. <laughs> I do. And even with, even with, like I said, like teaching, like even this week, this is the first week, and already uh-huh. I'm like storing stuff up for, for, for later to talk about later. You know what I mean? Like I'm already storing yes. up things, stories yes. and things. Cause... Yes. So write your book or write your screenplay while you're doing your teaching because I, I just can see the 30 rock in you. I see it all the time. I didn't get it because one day I looked at your timeline and I was like, Tina, say And I had seen it before because everybody that joins me, I look at their timeline and I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. And I ignored your timeline from like months ago, but I went back to it recently and I was like, Tina, say Oh, my God, I get it. I totally get it. And that's when I text you. I was like, you got 30 rock in you. Do 30 rock, whatever that means for you. <laughs> Uh, That's so true. Oh, my gosh. All right. Give me a question. Okay. Well, I was going to ask a celebrity question, but now since we talked about this, Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to ask because I was telling telling you we have um, mentoring teachers, and um, his job is to evaluate us throughout the year. I think he evaluates us like seven times throughout the year. And okay. basically, come November, he has to decide if you continue on or if they can you, basically, they, they fire you, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. mm-hmm. my question isn't so much contingent upon that. It's, it hinges upon, I mean, am I going to be successful in teaching this this year, okay. I guess All I right. should say not just this year because I, I you know no. I see myself okay. teaching long no. term. But no, no, no. Say this year. It's okay. That's a very grounded question, by the way. Okay. It's not a grandiose question. Am I going to be an amazing teacher for the rest of my life? You're very grounded. <laughs> you said this year. I would say stick to that because it's grounded. It's you know okay. I'm going to go year by year. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so, exactly. Yeah, one, two, two, three, four, five. Hold on. Six. Okay. Seven. Hold on. Eight. Um, 
Now, I'm going to go back to putting it in writing, like I told the first caller. Mm -hmm. I want you, if you can, write every single morning, Debbie. Get a book or get a chalkboard. Maybe you prefer a chalkboard in your house or in your Mm -hmm. bedroom, something. No, you know what? Put it in your house because I think your mom can participate in this as well, right? So a chalkboard, you can put it on your refrigerator, Something like that, because and the reason why I said, no, not your bedroom, put it in your house, because I know that your parents want the best for you. Yes. I know that they want you to be successful, so they're going to rise up the energy for you to be successful, right? Mm-hmm. So I want you to write every day until you get bored every single day. But you don't have to listen to me. You do it your way. But every single day until you get completely tired of doing this. And I'll tell you why. I just want you to write, I'm I'm an amazing teacher, or I'm going to be an amazing teacher. I'm an amazing teacher, Mm -hmm. either or, or both, or start with one, start with the other. That's all I want you to write. Mm -hmm. Erase it at the end of the day, rewrite it in the morning. Because it's it's a personal affirmation. Right. That way, when you walk out your door, you've already decided to be an amazing teacher. It's not a question. Well, I always... It's kind of funny because I, I do that every day when I'm pulling out of the driveway. I say I say to myself in the car, yes, I say today is going to be an amazing day and my students are going to be amazing and we're going to learn great things. I say that every single day, every day. Already done. Already done. Yes. So just write it out. Same thing. Okay. Exactly what you said, write that out every single morning. Okay. Because the only reason I'm saying writing is because writing makes you do the work. So mm-hmm. once you put the work, so like, like in, in t- thank you, honey, in tangible form, once you put the work in, it, it really is real. Because what you don't understand is that your angels and your guides and your spirit guides, coupled with your parents, angels and guides, like these are all the people that want the success for you. They're all going to mm-hmm. look at that chalkboard and, or whatever it is, or piece of paper, and they're going to be like, oh, we know what we're doing today. We're driving with her. We're keeping her safe. We're making sure that, you know, even if there's a kid that wants to act out, he won't act out because everyone's going to give up for that to you. So now, right. that's just, you know, me talking, and I'm looking at the cards. Watch your money. Okay. Did you hear me? Watch yeah. your money. Money's an issue with you. Do you get that? <laughs> yes. Please, 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 please. I see you having a problem with money. Okay. And it's crippling. Whatever this problem is, it's crippling. As far as, you know, how your evaluation is going to be and how amazing of a teacher you're going to be, I don't see that as a problem. Okay. At all. I get the full card, which means be you, Debbie. You got hired because there was something special about you. There, no uh-huh. one's asking you to conform to the other women's way of presentation. Mm-hmm. Be you. If you stay you, oh, hold on a second. Hold on. Just let me answer this text. Okay. Looking for this sweater. Um, if you stay you, um, you're, one, you're going to be at your happiest, and two, they're going to be at their happiest with you as well. All right? Okay. 
Um, there's a there's a Queen of Pentacles. What's your mom's sign? My mom is an Aries. Okay, this is somebody at work. There's a Queen of Pentacles that could give you a lot of strife. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. It does. Let me tell you, part of what she wants to give to you is for you to not have a job. Wow. So, okay. with that being said, the only other thing that they're going to look at is your personality and how you handle stresses. Mm-hmm. And if it shows that you don't handle stresses well, bigger problems than the students that they have to care for, that's the only way that this could go very, very wrong for you because the got bottom it. line is, thank you. Mm-hmm. I like when you say got it because I know that you truly got it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You don't let no woman out there jeopardize your career. Keep it moving. And if you know that something is coming through and it's a bit of a design, you you have to work that to your advantage. Right. Okay? So with that being said, the only compromise I see with your job is this crazy girl. <laughs> I think it's the department head. I really do. And then my other colleague who has a lot more pull than she does, and she didn't mm-hmm. know that we were friends, was the one who told me and was like, she's not she's not a good person. And here I am just, yeah, here I am just Don't sitting around like, oh, you know. She's like, no, she's Don't not a good person. So could she compromise you staying there then? No. Okay, that's all that matters. Unless she can, I see that she can. So what I hear you saying is no, she has no participation in you not being there. But if she can dig something inside of you to make you react in such a way where people look at you a little twisted, that's what I want you to be more conscious of than anything. Right. Okay. And that's her. That She's being... a rumor starter. She's so oh. negative. Oh, I get so... it. That's the one. Okay, mm-hmm. back up. The one with the with the Josh guy. She's the one that said, "I see something romantic." Yes. Oh. Wow. Wow. And in the moment, did you defend yourself? Yes. Good. Okay. All right. I, I said, are they serious? And then Josh was like, um, well, he's like, I already know about her. She's a bad person. I just, yeah, she's not a good okay. person. And don't pay attention to what she's talking about because she doesn't mean you any, she doesn't mean anybody any, any good. Basically. Okay. All right. All right. Here's what I would do with her. And this trick also works. I would pray her. Is she married? Is she, what, like, what's going on? She's, Something's lacking, clearly. She's married, and I don't think she's a happy person with her marriage. I don't right. think she's happy with her kids. I don't think she's happy in her life. She doesn't even seem happy to teach. And I know that, and this is why I know this, because on the first day, like during orientation week, 
kids were going around, you know, they get their schedules. The schedules are already filled out and stuff. And a couple of students were already asking it to be transferred out of her class to anywhere else, anywhere else but her. Oh, and they're fresh to the system, so that means she shows her colors exactly. straight up. Like, oh, that's so Actually, sad. she's a 10th she's a grade teacher. I think she's either 10th or 11th grade teacher. So there are, there are oh, some teachers, I mean, some people but you have to know about her. Right, that students, mm-hmm. especially kids like that, they mm-hmm. sign up, they don't sign up for the class, they sign up for the teacher. Oh, they really do. They don't sign up for the right. class. They sign up for the teacher. So oh, if you wow. already have, if that reputation is already following you, then you have a problem. That's right. That's right. Oh. All right. So the bottom line is you're safe. The second mm-hmm. thing is watch your back with that bitch. Period. I know. She's just the worst. Period. And watch my, watch my money situation, too. I'm yeah, hold on a second. Hold on, Debbie. Okay. Hello? Oh, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Um, okay, Debbie? Mm-hmm. Hold on. They are making me do my job. Okay. All right, I will talk to you later. Okay, thank you so much, Tracy. I appreciate it. Okay. We'll talk again Remember, very soon, okay? Oh, I'm not worried. Go week by week, write, you know, document, write every morning, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, your affirmation. I love that. I love what you say every morning. And I would contain that, just put it in writing, and mm-hmm. have a joyous, you know, experience. I think you're so lucky to have this job. I really am. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, girl, get going. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Hi, Mary Lou. Hi. I haven't talked to you in a long time. How are you? Not bad. How are you? Good. So, Mary Lou, I actually have to end the radio show. But if okay. you call back next week after the first hour, I, you will go first. Okay. So you can listen in for the first – come on in. You can listen in for the first hour. Hi, because that has everything to do with, you know, Malcolm and sports and politics, and it's just fun to do. Um, so if you time in the first hour, it doesn't really matter. The minute the psychic hour comes up, I will take you first. All right. All uh, right, it might be two weeks. It might be two weeks then because uh, I have my kids next weekend, and I, they need all my attention. I hear you. I, I actually have my grandson the first hour, and, you know, he's standing on the radio show with me. So I understand how much attention they take. So I'll talk to you in two weeks. No problem. Whenever you chime in, I'll make sure that you go first. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Bye-bye. All right, right everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, honey. Thanks for tuning in. Please join me on, on Facebook, Psychic like Tracy Brown, on Twitter, at Pop Culture Psychic, Psychic Focus, YCK. Call me for your own reading, 818-985-2010, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thanks, guys. Bye. So far, we. That's all right. I'm going to keep running the business.